Section 9 of Radioactive Substances. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Avai in October 2010. Radioactive Substances by Marie Curie. Chapter 4 Communication of Radioactivity to Substances Initially Inactive. Part 1. During the course of our researches on radioactive substances, M. Curie and I have observed that every substance which remains for some time in the vicinity of a radium salt becomes itself radioactive. In our first publication on this subject, we confined ourselves to proving that the radioactivity thus acquired by substances initially inactive is not due to the transference of radioactive particles to the surface of these substances. This is proved beyond dispute by all the experiments which will be here described, and by the laws according to which the radioactivity excited in naturally inactive bodies disappears when the latter are removed from the influence of radium. We have given the name of induced radioactivity to the new phenomenon thus discovered. In the same publication, we indicated the essential characteristics of induced radioactivity. We excited screens of different substances by placing them in the neighborhood of solid radium salts, and we investigated the radioactivity of these screens by the electrical method. We observed the following facts. 1. The activity of a screen exposed to the action of radium increases with the time of exposure, approaching to a definite limit according to an asymptotic law. 2. The activity of a screen which has been excited by the action of radium, and which is afterwards withdrawn from its action, disappears in a few days. This induced activity approaches zero as a function of the time, following an asymptotic law. 3. Other things being equal, the radioactivity induced by the same radium product upon different screens is independent of the nature of the screen. Glass, paper, metals, all acquire the same degree of activity. 4. The radioactivity induced in one screen by differing radium products has a limiting value which rises with the increased activity of the product. Shortly afterwards, Mr. Rutherford published a research which showed that compounds of thorium are capable of producing the phenomenon of induced radioactivity. Mr. Rutherford discovered for this phenomenon the same laws as those just enunciated, besides this additional important fact, that bodies charged with negative electricity become more active than others. Mr. Rutherford also observed that air passed over thorium oxide preserves a notable conductivity for about 10 minutes. Air in this condition communicates induced radioactivity to inactive substances, especially to those negatively charged. Mr. Rutherford explains his experiences by the supposition that compounds of thorium, particularly the oxide, give rise to a radioactive emanation capable of being carried by air currents and charged with positive electricity. This emanation would be the origin of induced radioactivity. M. Dorn has repeated, with salts of barium containing radium, 
the experiments of Mr. Rutherford with thorium oxide. M. Debierne has shown that actinium causes, to a marked degree, induced activity of bodies placed in its vicinity. As in the case of thorium, there is a considerable carriage of activity by air currents. Induced radioactivity has various aspects, and irregular results are obtained when the activity of a substance in the neighborhood of radium is excited in free air. Messrs. Curie and Debierne have observed, however, that the phenomenon is quite regular when operating in a closed vessel. They therefore investigated induced activity in a closed space. Activity induced in an enclosed space. The active material is placed in a little glass jar, A, open at O, figure 11, in the center of a closed space. Several plates, A, B, C, D, E, placed in the enclosure, become radioactive after one day's exposure. The activity is the same whatever be the nature of the plate for equal dimensions. Lead, copper, aluminium, glass, ebonite, wax, cardboard, paraffin. The activity of one face of one of the plates is greater in proportion to the amount of free space about this face. If the preceding experiment be repeated with the jar A completely closed, no activity is induced. The radiation of radium does not directly affect the production of induced radioactivity. For this reason, in the preceding experiment, the plate D, screened from the radiation by a lead plate of thickness PP, is made as active as B and E. Radioactivity is transmitted by the air by degrees from the radiating body to the body to be excited. It can even be transmitted to a distance by very narrow capillary tubes. Induced radioactivity is both more intense and more regular if the solid radium salt be replaced by an aqueous solution of the same. Liquids are capable of acquiring induced radioactivity. For example, pure water may be rendered active by placing it with a solution of a radium salt within an enclosure. Certain substances become luminous when placed in an active enclosure. Phosphorescent and fluorescent bodies, glass, paper, cotton, water, salt solutions. Phosphorescent zinc sulfide is particularly brilliant under the circumstances. The radioactivity of these luminous bodies is, however, the same as that of a piece of metal or other body, which is excited under the same conditions without becoming luminous. Whatever be the substance made active in a closed vessel, this substance acquires an activity which increases with length of time until it attains a limiting value, always the same, for the same material and the same experimental arrangement. The limit of induced radioactivity is independent of the nature and pressure of the gas inside the active enclosure, air, hydrogen, carbonic acid. The limit of induced radioactivity for the same enclosure depends only on the quantity of radium present in the state of solution and is apparently proportional to it. Part played by gases in the phenomena of induced radioactivity. 
emanation the gases present in an enclosure containing a solid salt or a solution of a salt of radium are radioactive this radioactivity persists when the gas is drawn off with a tube and collected in a test tube the sides of the test tube become themselves radioactive and the glass of the test tube is luminous in the dark the activity and luminosity of the test tube finally completely disappear but very gradually and a month afterwards radioactivity may still be detected since the beginning of our researches monsieur curie and i have by heating pitchblende extracted a strongly radioactive gas but as in the preceding experiment the activity of this gas finally completely vanished we could discern no new ray in the spectrum of this gas this was therefore not a case of a new radioactive gas and we understood later that it was the phenomenon of induced radioactivity thus for thorium radium and actinium induced radioactivity is progressively propagated through the gases from the radiating body to the walls of the enclosure containing it and the exciting principle is carried away with the gas itself when the latter is extracted from the enclosure when the radioactivity of radium compounds is measured by the electrical method by means of the apparatus of figure one the air between the plates is itself radioactive however on passing a current of air between the plates there is no observable lowering of the intensity of the current which proves that the radioactivity distributed in the space between the plates is of little account in comparison with that of the radium itself in the solid state it is quite otherwise with thorium the irregularities which i observed in determining the radioactivity of the thorium compounds arose from the fact that at this point i was working with a condenser open to the air the least air current caused a considerable change in the intensity of the current because the radioactivity dispersed in the space in the vicinity of the thorium is considerable as compared with the radioactivity of the substance this effect is still more marked in the case of actinium a very active compound of actinium appears much less active when a current of air is passed over the substance the radioactive energy is therefore contained in the gas in a special form mr rutherford suggests that radioactive bodies generate an emanation or gaseous material which carries the radioactivity in the opinion of monsieur curie and myself the generation of a gas by radium is a supposition which is not so far justified we consider the emanation as radioactive energy stored up in the gas in a form hitherto unknown dissipation in free air of the induced activity of solid bodies a solid body which has been excited by radium in an enclosed space for a sufficient length of time and which has then been removed from the enclosure parts with its activity in free air according to an exponential law which is the same for all bodies represented by the following formula i is equal to i zero times opening bracket a times e to the power of minus t divided by theta one 
minus opening bracket a minus one closing bracket times e to the power of minus t divided by theta two closing bracket i zero being the initial intensity of the radiation at the moment of withdrawing the plate from the enclosure i the intensity after time t a is a numerical coefficient a equals 4.20 theta 1 and theta 2 are time constants theta 1 equals 2420 seconds theta 2 equals 1860 seconds after two or three hours this law becomes practically a simple exponential and the effect of the second exponential upon the value of i is negligible the law of dissipation is therefore such that the intensity of radiation becomes diminished to one-half its value in 28 minutes. This final law may be considered as characteristic for the dissipation in an unconfined airspace of the activity induced in solid bodies by radium. Solid bodies excited by actinium lose their activity in the open air according to an exponential law similar to the preceding, the dissipation being, however, rather slower. Solid bodies made active by thorium lose their activity much more slowly. The intensity of the radiation is reduced to one-half in 11 hours. Dissipation of activity in a confined space. Velocity of destruction of the emanation. An enclosure, made active by radium and then removed from its influence, loses its activity by a law which is much less rapid than that of dissipation in the open air. The experiment may be carried out with a glass tube, rendered active internally by placing it for some time in contact with a solution of a salt of radium. The tube is then sealed in the flame and the intensity of radiation emitted by the walls of the tube is measured while the dissipation takes place. The law of dissipation is an exponential law. It is given very accurately by the formula I is equal to I0 times e to the power of t divided by theta. I0 is the initial intensity of radiation. I is the intensity of radiation at time t. Theta is a time constant. Theta is equal to 4.970 times 10 to the power of 5 seconds. The intensity of the radiation is reduced to one half in four days. This law of dissipation is absolutely invariable, whatever be the experimental conditions, dimensions of enclosure, nature of the walls, nature of the gas within the enclosure, duration of action, etc. The law of dissipation remains the same for any temperature between minus 180 degrees and plus 450 degrees. The law is therefore altogether characteristic. In these experiments, it is the radioactive energy accumulated in the gas that maintains the activity of the walls. If the gas be withdrawn and a vacuum caused in the enclosure, we have found that dissipation of activity at once occurs in the rapid method, 
the intensity of radiation being reduced to one-half in 28 minutes. The same result is obtained when ordinary air is substituted for the active air in the enclosure. The law of dissipation with reduction of intensity of radiation to one-half in four days is therefore characteristic of the disappearance of radioactive energy accumulated in the gas. By making use of the expression adopted by Mr. Rutherford, the emanation from radium may be said to disappear spontaneously as a function of the time, with reduction to one-half in four days. The emanation from thorium is of another kind, and disappears much more rapidly. The intensity of radiation diminishes to one-half in about one minute ten seconds. The emanation from actinium disappears still more rapidly. Reduction to one-half takes place in a few seconds. Variation of activity of liquids rendered active and of radium solutions. Any liquid whatever becomes radioactive when placed in an active confined space. On being removed and left freely exposed to the air, the liquid rapidly loses its activity, imparting it to the gas and solid bodies surrounding it. If a liquid thus made active be placed in a closed flask, it loses its activity much more slowly, the latter being reduced in intensity to one-half in four days, just as would a gas under similar circumstances. This fact may be explained by assuming that the radioactive energy is stored in liquids in exactly the same form as in gases, in the form of an emanation. A solution of a radium salt behaves in a somewhat similar manner. At first, it is a remarkable fact that the solution of a radium salt placed for some time in a confined space is no more active than pure water placed in a vessel in the same enclosure when the equilibrium of activity is established. If the radium solution be removed from the enclosure and left standing in the air in a wide-necked vessel, the activity spreads itself into space and the solution becomes nearly inactive, though still containing radium. If this solution be now enclosed in a stoppered flask, it gradually regains, in about a fortnight, a maximum of activity, which may be considerable. On the other hand, a liquid made active, but not containing radium, does not regain its activity in a closed flask after having been exposed to the atmosphere. End of section 9